Hey, Adam. Yeah. Do you like to get high? Only when I play. Oh, I like to get high on life. I mean, thanks for asking. <laughs> I'm Adam Manis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear It podcast. Daily jazz and uh, acceptable medical advice coming at No, no, it's not. Just daily jazz advice coming at you. Yeah, that's right. We're a little scared about this, right? We're a little trepidatious. This is a speak pipe from Terry. Yeah, I haven't heard this. Have you, you've heard it? Though, I've right? heard it. It's been a I minute because I've been burying it. But you saw it, and it caught I your eye. So I said, maybe, maybe we got something to add on this. We're gonna live. We're gonna live our life not in a terrified way of horrible questions. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna lean into the discomfort. Right. You ready? Okay. All right. Hey, Adam, Pete. This is Terry. Wanted to just let you know first that uh, your topics over the last few weeks have been incredible. Very interesting and helpful. So thanks uh, for everything you're doing. Um, I just wanted to quickly uh, ask you about your your thoughts and experiences dealing with the uh, historical sense that drugs and creativity have had with jazz. Um, we've lost a lot of jazz greats over the years. Uh, you know who they are. Don't don't need to name them. But um, didn't know if today you would kind of say that. Uh, the music genre and, and the world of jazz in particular still has that mindset that uh, uh, using drugs, taking drugs while you're playing adds to creativity. I've heard some musicians kind of say that, uh, but not so much in recent times. Um, anyway, just uh, curious on your experiences of, of how drug use and, and performing um, you know, what you see, what you hear, what you think um, about that uh, these days. Thanks, uh, and uh, keep up the great work. Thank you very much. Uh, that's a great question, Terry. Thanks for sending that in. First of yeah. all, you sound exactly like a jazz pianist named Hal Galper, <laughs> so you might want to YouTube Hal Galper. I'm sure you don't look like him, but you sound exactly I'm, like him. You know, YouTube or even just Google image, I'm going to do that. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he does sound like him. He's, and he looks like him, too. Terry looks... Oh, no, we don't know that. <laughs> we have no but idea. He sounds like he might. Uh, it's, you know, it's a great question. I uh, I don't know about your experiences with drugs <laughs> as you perform, but uh, for me, it's never something that I've I've done. You know, like, I'm not a I'm not like a weed guy ever, right. really. You know, like... I never, but that's not the only kind of drugs. No, buddy. it definitely is not. I mean, and, and I've definitely, uh, you know, lived my, my fair share of life, but it's not something that... Uh, that I've I've ever been into, and I know a ton of musicians where it's not something they have ever been into, and I've known a ton of musicians that have struggled, and yeah. I, I honestly think it's more, it, it's more like, uh, it, it's not it's not I should say not more it's not any more uh, prevalent in music or jazz than it is amongst plumbers or you know what I mean or right. like anybody like the general population like, like there was a comedian. Who was it? It was like uh, someone was talking about the NFL, right? And like, you know, the trouble that like, you know, various NFL stars get into. Yeah. And they're like, as opposed to what? Carpenters? Like, right, you know right, what I mean? Right, like right. the the percentage is about the same. Like, yeah, so yeah. so I, I would imagine that it's just because some very famous jazz musicians have notoriously uh, had their lives wrecked by substance abuse. Right, right. Um, but it's no more than the general population. Yeah, I certainly don't think now. Um, I'm not super well versed in the history of 
um, this, you know, just because I wasn't around, you hear different stories. Obviously, the lives of, of several prominent jazz musicians, I'm thinking Charlie Parker, Dexter yeah. Gordon, you know, people that have been in like movies where there's been a Hollywood version of Billy Holiday, Billy Holiday, yeah. where they really play up like to me. It never really rung true that drugs were as big of a part of their life as especially the really hard stuff mm. that that they wanted to portray them to be. And then hearing from some personal accounts from older musicians that I got a chance to be around um, that kind of confirmed it. Not to say that there hasn't been, you know, terrible addiction and, um, you know, substance abuse, as you say, just like with other fields and just people in general. I mean, it's an epidemic at, at different times and in different ways. With And we can't you know, we can't. Uh, uh, do it with two broader strokes, I think, though, because you talk about alcohol, dude. You talk about marijuana. Coke, I mean, all these different things. They're different, but there's there's the whole addictive side of things. But also, it, there's no consistency. It's not like you know, if you're a terrible drunk or addicted to smack, it makes you more creative person. No, there's no, no. evidence that that's, that's true the part at that all. I think, yeah, and that's what I think is like uh, has been Holly, Hollywoodized right. in a way that I think is very. Uh, you know, non-productive and just untrue. Right. Like you, know? you think you have to be Jackson Pollock or Jim Morrison or something to live a creative lifestyle. This is not right. the case at all. Now I did, you know, you and you hear about some younger musicians coming up, especially like kind of during the bebop era that really I idolized and lionized, you know, mm. Charlie Parker and Dizzy Gillespie and these different musicians. And maybe some of them were using certain drugs and then the younger musicians were like, oh, in order to do that, I've got to, to do that, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is unfortunate if that happened. But I, I mean, I would think just by the nature, and I'm trying to remember if I've even been around. I mean, I guess I've been around it a little bit. I've definitely never seen anybody like doing better, certainly when they're drinking. No. That we've been around probably too much. Yeah. And then maybe participated in a little here and there where, you know, like I had some drinks and they got up to play and was like. It's, a, it's never a good it's idea. It's never a good idea. Whatever inhibitions you think <laughs> uh, you're, you're getting over, you, they, what you're losing in accuracy yeah. and, and execution. You can do one drink and that's my kind of limit yeah. if I'm playing because I can't do more than that yeah. without losing quality. Yeah, no, same with me. And I think that, that that's just really not um i mean look playing this music it, it requires so much mentally and, and not just like kind of mental math there's that part about it but just you know i think it's a mental thing in terms of like the amount of brain power you have to put even towards creativity Agreed. you know that, that that's such a that's not just from your heart that's from your brain it's from everything and so if you're impaired in any way i mean if you're really good yeah you can still sound pretty good mm -hmm. you can get away with things that somebody that's not as good just kind of on autopilot if you've been drinking or smoking or something but you're never going to be as good i mean you could never convince me that somebody's better when they're taking any kind of substance than they would be otherwise because that would that would suggest that their creativity their genius playing or whatever it is doesn't come from it, it comes from the substance abuse and not from, you know, the skills that they have yeah. and the passion that they have yeah, and, yeah. and what they've developed. And I would just that would never make sense to me. I mean, Billie Holiday, you know, was not an amazing artist because she was tortured soul and all these things. Those, some of those things may have been true. And she certainly went through a lot. And, and the other side of this is like we got to look at like the cultural implications on these musicians for that sure. society put on for sure as opposed to actually having that a connection with the music for sure you know excelling at something where you are being placed into situations 
that you are not socially accepted. I mean, like, the, yeah, the whole thing of like Miles Davis is in New York, and we think, okay, New York in the fifties and sixties was no. so progressive. No, you got only compared to Alabama. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> he still got butted in the nose in front of a village, you know, the the club in the village. Like, yeah, and he's like, oh, that's my name on here. They're like, move along, and he's like, that's my it's name. Incredible. Here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that would I, drive me to drink. That's I, for sure. I agree with all <laughs> that. I agree that it, that it's more of a you know we have to look at the broader cultural circumstances that these artists yeah. were under at the time. Uh, then you know, jazz plus heroin equals good. Like that's yeah. just ridiculous. And then certain drugs, because they were used by minorities, was was criminalized in a way. I mean, there was like cocaine was legal because it was like an. Uh, and look, I'm getting way beyond my pay <laughs> yeah, right yeah, here, yeah. but I know like the song doesn't give me the you know uh, uh, cocaine da 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 um, is part of you know there there was certain usage of wasn't cocaine in the original Coca Cola? Yes, yes, that's the rumor. I'm uh, I'm sure there's some modern jackass in there somewhere, <laughs> but that is the rumor. Right, but then I, I think to to Terry's broader point, like you know, I would say that that it's proven out even more so today than ever. I mean, if you think about you know some of the the great names of our of our time. I mean, I was even just watching like a uh, little young Jacob Collier's yeah. tiny desk. There's no way that guy's on any kind of like he's high on life for sure. Oh man, you got me. I thought you're gonna be like that no, guy's no, no, a crackhead. No. But how can you get more creative than that thing? <laughs> right. You know what I mean? And right. like, I, like I don't well, actually, I have a list here of musicians that I personally know that are drug addicts. Oh, let's call them out. Is this a good time? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Who you got? <laughs> Jacob Collier. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah. I don't think the two go hand 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 in hand at all. In fact, I think, I think the the idea that that you need to be to alter your state at all to be creative is counterproductive. Yeah, and I think uh, you know most of us get up and go to work. Yeah, and work work on our art and work on our craft, and and that's how. Yeah. Ninety nine percent of and then and then all those people are people. So now some of them are alcoholics, yeah. some of them are drug like yeah. But but ninety nine percent of, of now that's I all do they think do. that maybe we it seems like we encounter in the creative world, especially at the higher higher levels of maybe creativity and, and artistry, you do get people with sort of addictive personalities. Of course, that can fall. You know, if you're not careful, it, like if you don't channel it the right way, it's very easy for that to be you know, go in the direction of a substance or something. But any more than uh, attorneys or doctors, you know what I mean? Like, I think it's just there's... there's Being around too many attorneys makes me want to drink. <laughs> no, but I think there are just... <laughs> as, uh, as you become more successful, there are pressures that people yeah. put on themselves and, and coping mechanisms, whether it's uh, smack. <laughs> I don't know why I keep saying smack, but <laughs> I love... Smack, I don't it? know. Yeah. I think it's heroin. It's black tar heroin. That's just another term I is just threw. Really? <laughs> no, I have no idea what any of those things One are. One of my kids asked me the other day, they're like... They were like, um, meth, do you smoke it or inject or something? Yes. I mean, my kids are not young, young, <laughs> you know, but they weren't asking like, cause they want to do it. But I realized I didn't even know. I felt like such a nerd. I'm like, you know, I don't know what, do you, I mean, how do you take meth? <laughs> However the hell you can do it. Yeah. Well, you're from High Ridge. I thought maybe at least you. No, yeah, I, I believe you smoke it. You smoke it. I like, believe I'm on pipe. so, but I've never, yes, I've I never smoked meth. I, meth does not seem big in the jazz community. None of these things really do, <laughs> you know, but no, but actually, so. You know, in all the years I've been playing jazz, I'm trying to even think. Maybe I'm just unaware. Honestly, you know what's big in the jazz community seen. right now? Mountain Dew. I see a lot of Mountain Dew. <laughs> Diet. Diet. Diet Mountain, Mountain Dew. Dew. Yeah. No, I just, I, I, it's been so rare that I've encountered any kind of hard drug usage, if ever, that I've actually seen or heard. I mean, I guess I, you hear about something, but I mean, like musicians that I've worked with or being on the scene or whatever, yeah. it's not like I've ever gone to rehearsal and there's like a, a, 
a bale of math or however it's yeah. organized. <laughs> Again, if you were in finance, would you see more or less? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it, yeah. I, I feel like it gets a bad rap just because yeah. of the the legendary figures that have died too young from drug, drug use. There's yeah. so many musicians, not just in jazz either, like Jimi Hendrix, Kurt Cobain, Kurt yeah. Cobain you know, like well, it's also changed. Amy Winehouse. It's changed a lot since like from when we came up in the jazz world For as sure. 50 years ago. You know, thankfully. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I just numb with food at this point. So, yeah, well, you know. <laughs> keto for life. <laughs> well, good. Well, speaking of being addicted to things, we <laughs> we have some people that are addicted to That's the you'll the greatest hear. segue in the history of the show. <laughs> we have people that are addicted to the you'll hear it podcast. <laughs> wow, was it, I didn't think it was that funny. For real, so <laughs> awkward. It's so good. <laughs> speaking of addiction, are you addicted to the you'll hear podcast? Then join us at I the premium. It, cr- oh, wait, you know what? We shouldn't even call it. We should call this the crackhead level. <laughs> <laughs> you'll, <laughs> you'll hear it. Now that is insensitive. <laughs> is it to who? <laughs> to crackheads? No, this is. <laughs> you'll hear it premium. Um, this is for. We'll give you the first episode for free. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> And uh, if you don't pay us for the next episode, we're going to come kill you. Oh, okay. my gosh. No, this is really for this is a, this is the kind of good addiction. This is not the bad addiction. This is if you can't get enough. Now, we're pumping these bad boys out every day. None of that ends. Right. Well, legally, <laughs> it may all come crashing down today <laughs> to this episode due to some Eric. things that we said. <laughs> but other than that, oh, um, Andrew, take care of us in the edit. <laughs> <laughs> Leave as is. <laughs> No, that this is our brand new program. We just launched it like yesterday, and we've got people jumping on at our charter level. I'm always excited about charter membership level because this is what we're hoping we'll do is kind of attract our long-time listeners, folks that really have been with us for the entire ride. For sure. And watch just a little bit of the extras. We're going to do the episodes at the piano. We've already done a couple that are going to be available to the members. They're up there now. Oh, they're up there now. Yeah. So they're already available. Go check them out. Um, bonus episodes, uh, a- access to the full archive, which I didn't, I couldn't imagine anybody ever wanting because we have so many. But then I realized some people were talking about going on a road trip in summertime, and they're like, "I want to load up on a bunch of episodes, but I've listened to everything." So this gives you the ability to go all the way back in time to our humble beginnings, back in 2018 when we didn't have the sure microphones, but we had some pretty good microphones. Uh, so you can hear uh, how the whole thing started, get all those episodes that are no longer available on the regular feed. Uh, of course, support the podcast. Um, support Andrew, our producer. This dude has been asking for raises weekly. Andrews as, aren't cheap. Andrews. You think are not Andrews cheap. grow on cheese? <laughs> no, they do not. And he has. Uh, I was going to say he has an uh, advanced addiction to drugs that needs to be fed, but that would that would not be true. Actually, did you know that? No, but Jelly Bellies are not cheap. Jelly Bellies. <laughs> we got to keep them in good Jelly Bellies. bellies. Yeah, and we got a bunch of surprises coming up. We're going to do some giveaways, and this is going to be for premium members only. Some exclusive Q and A's. That's going to be fun. I even want to get the staff. I want to do a Q and A at some point with Andrew because I know folks are always asking some of the questions that we get are actually more on the production side. So I thought that would be fun. That'd be great. Um, early access to content, behind the scenes stuff. We're going to do some um, some bloopers. <laughs> the bloopers are kind of built into the show at this point. Okay. Maybe we'll have some other ones. The and the speed are the pop show. guideline. The, you'll hear swag. Go check it out at you'llhearit.com. You can hear all about it. Join us as a charter member of the You'll Hear Podcast Premium. Love Anything it. else? That'll do it. All Until right. Tomorrow. You'll hear it. Non-superior. <laughs> Regulare. <laughs>